Hello and welcome to ServiceNow's latest podcast series for the public sector. I'm your host, John Asquith, the Innovation Lead for Government and Higher Education at ServiceNow. In my role, I support and advise federal and state government agencies on their transformation initiatives to embrace the future of work. And there's certainly a lot that has changed in the way we work over the last few years. Something I really want to focus on today, though, is the impact of hybrid working and what that means for organizations that are embracing that. And here with me is uh, Alethea Murphy, who runs our public sector and higher education business at ServiceNow in Australia, who will share her expertise on this topic. This is part two of our five-episode podcast series on major forces changing the way government works and how digital transformation is helping organizations to adapt. But today we are focusing on the changing workforce. So, Alethea, are you starting to see changes in the way that we're working now? Hello, John. Uh, First of all, it's a real pleasure to be able to join you today for the discussion. Hybrid work is certainly here to stay, in my view. I am seeing the change. The pandemic has fundamentally changed the way we work. But the good news is that technology is here to support and enable that and improve that way of working. So as a leader with a team across Australia, I'm observing how hybrid work is really positively impacting productivity, as well as offering that elusive work-life balance, which is difficult for many to achieve in the workforce. I'm also seeing the acceptance of this new way of working and many of our customers are embracing the opportunity. That being said, there are some experiencing challenges as it's not achievable for every role or for every organisation to work in a hybrid fashion. And there is certainly some challenges I've observed in terms of having the right processes and technology to support hybrid work. So in an economy that has a real skilled resource shortage, the ability to offer a hybrid work option presents really a competitive advantage now in the fight for talent, but it's not without its challenges. Yeah, we are definitely seeing more people working from home than ever before due to the pandemic. So really good points, Alethea. But I think that trend was actually in motion even before the pandemic hit. And governments have been making progress with digitizing more of the employee experience as a result of that. In fact, according to recent research that ServiceNow commissioned from ESI Thought Lab, the public sector is actually progressing faster in this area than many other sectors like financial services, telecommunications and manufacturing. That was really critical to making sure services continued uninterrupted during the pandemic. And as we look at where the focus on digitization will be directed over the next two years, our research identified that safe workplaces and collaborative working are two of the biggest priorities for the public sector. So let's talk a little bit more about that focus on collaborative work. Alethea, what kind of changes are you seeing inside government organizations? Thanks, John. I'm certainly seeing government rise to the challenge of uh, hybrid work and delivering great service. And I'm also seeing a general acceptance that you can work in most roles in this hybrid fashion uh, and deliver the outstanding service that citizens require and employees demand uh, as part of their role. Uh, Government is enabling their employees to move to this model generally. However, 
there's always going to be the need, and we're certainly seeing many execs and employees in government that want and need to come into the office to work. But at least now the choice is there. Hybrid work is not without its issues. Uh, and we certainly are seeing some challenges around information sharing, collaboration, and the problem solving you get around the water cooler. Uh, and that can be more problematic in the hybrid world. Uh, the traditional ways of working, uh, sharing information and collaboration in particular, um, and the challenges created by that uh, with the hybrid way of working, it has the potential to slow progress of tasks and work. And the disadvantage of siloed systems exacerbates this problem, which ultimately leads to inefficiencies, um, declining service delivery, and poor employee experience, which could potentially derail the organisation's mission and ultimately impact employee retention. Governments are recognising they need to invest in better technology and tools that break down these barriers, but it can be hard to know where to start, where existing technology can be adapted in a cost-effective and efficient manner, or where a new approach is needed. And I'm really proud at how we at ServiceNow have been able to traverse these challenges and give our employees and our customers support in a more connected way to work via the cloud. Administrative and mundane tasks are automated with ServiceNow, as you're more than aware, and intelligent systems help to pull and contextualise data for them. It helps employees make faster, smarter decisions, really creating an environment that can support and boost productivity and satisfaction. Our customers are also using ServiceNow to do the same and in turn having a direct impact on citizen and employee experiences with government. Wow, some really great observations, Alethea. Thanks for all that. And when you talk about experiences and improving experience, as you say, it's not just about the way people interact with government, it's how those services are delivered. And, and that means it also has to be about the way that employees fulfill those requests. So you have to look at things like how much work goes into addressing a citizen's request. How many systems does an employee have to pull information from to answer them? Every step and internal interaction, it all adds time to the process. What do you think, Alethea? Look, I totally agree, John. Uh, every request that we see in a department or any organisation requires many systems collaboration within and across agencies in the government context and that's time consuming and can be prone to errors and that's the powerful thing about ServiceNow. We have one platform that helps government with every single aspect of that digital journey and it gives employees a secure way to work productively from anywhere whilst giving them better visibility into citizens' needs how they're being met and how they could be potentially met in the future. And it improves the way citizens interact with government too. As the multiple ways to engage a citizen via ServiceNow gives uh, the government and the citizen choice and meets them where they are. So um, ServiceNow's solutions deliver value fast because they're, first of all, easy to implement. And we're seeing many examples of that across the market. Uh, during COVID, but it also allows the government to innovate requirements for the citizen and for the employee as their demands change. 
Mm, indeed. And, and I think we probably need to, to come back to that. And we will do in a minute. But first, I just want to pick up something you mentioned earlier, or the point that you made about the fact that so many people have been working at home because of the pandemic. Do you think this hybrid work model is therefore here to stay? Well, people don't always use the term hybrid work, but I would I would say that really everyone is living it or talking about it, uh, and and many organisations, both in government and industry, uh, are showing that they are most certainly uh, putting it into practice. So as organisations start to reopen offices, uh, and more employees are starting to question whether they want to go back into the office setting regardless of the pandemic. And that's a challenge for all of us who are employers. Employees also feel that they've been just as productive at home, if not more so. And it's not just the productivity argument either. I wrote down a few great data points from that Deloitte report that um, you mentioned earlier that surveyed the the global public sector employees. 74% of the respondents said that virtual work had a positive impact on their wellbeing. And 52% said that changes that their organisation put into place during the the pandemic have helped them to better integrate the demands of their personal and professional lives. And I'm certainly seeing that um, myself within my team. Uh, And that's got a huge amount of impact on employee satisfaction and retention. And I think it's really going to play a bigger role in attracting great talent in the future, as I mentioned, and also retaining that talent especially as more private sector companies adopt hybrid workforces and we're all challenged in a very competitive uh, employee market. Very true. Uh, government certainly needs to, uh, to keep, keep an eye on what's going on in the whole ecosystem. So, yes, I, I agree. It's creating some real challenges. Government has put a lot of effort into scaling and, and improving some of the customer facing applications. But it's really only just starting to think about the technology that's needed to support these new ways of working for their own employees. But I, I know that's changing. Gartner's latest global forecast apparently sees a, about an eight, nine percent increase in spending by all levels of Australian government over the next 12 months. And by 2025, they reckon it's estimated that more than 50% of government agencies will have modernised core legacy applications to improve their agility. What do you think is behind all of those changes, Alethea? Yeah, well, you're quite right, John. Uh, Government systems are traditionally set up to support employees working inside physical office locations. Now they need to make sure they get people uh, or they give people uh, the same kind of support no matter where they're working from. Employees will always need a secure way to access systems remotely. But equally important, uh, they also need uh, more modern ways to get work done. In fact, they're demanding it. There's such a heavy reliance on paperwork and manual processes, even now, spreadsheets, email and so on. Uh, And I count email as a manual process. It's just a digital version of sending a letter. Then you layer on top of that all the different legacy systems that employees need to learn how to use in order to support work across the organisation. And it makes work complicated and slow, particularly in the hybrid working environment. And that's why government 
is investing in cloud infrastructure and rethinking what type of work really has to take place in a traditional setting versus what can be digitised and completed virtually. You're making some really good points, Alethea. I'm not quite sure which one of those to, to really pick up on, but one of the things that you said is about creating more modern work experiences. So what do you think a more modern work experience really looks like? Oh, well, there's so many examples, John. Um, think about the way a new employee is typically onboarded. Uh, it's such a complex process requiring liaison between multiple departments, uh, a huge amount of paperwork. There's training and document sharing. Uh, and uh, so many different parts of the organisation are involved in that process, whether it be HR, compliance, IT, and of course, management. It can be overwhelming on a good day, but then what happens when you need to hire a bunch of people quickly, as we've seen through the pandemic, uh, and onboard and offboard people? Or you need to move people to different departments, which I see regularly happen in the public service. Uh, there's only a finite group of resources who can handle it all and suddenly have a backlog. Or you have a group of employees who cannot be immediately productive. It's not a great start to any new job and can be confusing and sometimes demotivating at the start. Uh, that's not a great way to get someone excited about your organisation. And I have seen, as I said, a handful of, of examples where getting an employee up and running can take more than a fortnight. Uh, worst case I've seen in uh, a government department is six weeks. ServiceNow does erase that complexity. It, it supports taking out that complexity. Digital workflows move information between HR, compliance and department heads at the right time. And everyone, including new employee, is working from the same platform. So it's very easy to see what's happening. And that's especially important, not only to the management and the team within the organisation, but also for that new employee. We know that this is possible as we've used our platform to achieve what I described within ServiceNow. Uh, when I joined ServiceNow, I submitted uh, all my required paperwork via my phone. And on the day I arrived, I was greeted with a laptop, an ID badge, a workspace, and all the applications I needed to get started um, were immediately available. And during the pandemic, this process has continued for all the new employees that we've brought into service now during that time, with laptops being delivered to their home and the onboarding experience being maintained in that hybrid environment. Yeah, the onboarding is actually a really good example of that kind of complexity which can create a really bad experience if it's not done right but at a time when someone is just joining an organization at a time when having a good experience is actually really important the onboarding process is is actually really important and what ServiceNow does you know based around workflows is is fundamental to that so yeah that's that's a great example now before I let you go Alethea can we just talk about you know, the big focus that's happening at many government workplaces right now, a lot of them are actually wanting to bring staff back into an office setting. So what have you got to say about that? Well, it's a really complicated issue bringing people back into the office setting because our situation is constantly evolving. And it's not just about when staff come back, but who what is the office capacity when they do come back? How do they ensure it's safe? 
How do they ensure that a healthy work environment is provided for them? How do you adapt that environment and your approach with the changing health status and recommendations in the community? Uh, there's so many logistics that go into evaluating capacity levels, um, planning workspaces and monitoring employees' health. And it requires the involvement, again, of many functions. Uh, we're all seeing it, whether it be facilities, HR, and again, compliance, just to name a few. That's tough to manage through spreadsheets and emails, particularly as it's changing all the time. And I keep coming back to the fact that the market is very tight in terms of skills. We can no longer hope to throw people at a situation like bringing them back into the office. And so we need to look at technology to help support and facilitate uh, that return. Well, you can guess what my next question is going to be then, Alethea. So what do you see as that technology? Do you see digitization as the way to make things easier for people? Well, John, it, it's absolutely a, a leading question because, <laughs> you know, you, both you and I are absolutely fans of ServiceNow and the platform yes. because we, we utilize it. Uh, so it's, it's really coming back into, into work. It's about that efficient workflow and automation, taking out the administrative burden and making processes more productive and making the experience better. ServiceNow is a platform that has a range of applications that essentially do most of the legwork for you and deliver it quickly. So, for example, our apps uh, can help you design the right layout for the workplace, monitor things like employee health, vaccination status and space utilisation. And that's just a small sampling of what's possible and uh, what we're using and many of our customers around the globe are using to help their employees return to the office. I, I know that app well. I'm using it every time I want to come into the office myself. Um, and, yeah, so as, as you say, ServiceNow has been using its own apps for months now. So they're certainly ready to be used by other organisations. So, Alethea, I think we're, we're kind of coming to the end of the podcast. There's lots more we could discuss, but that's all been really helpful and I really appreciate uh, your time today. But that does bring us um, and our discussion on the changing workforce to a close for today. So thank you very much for listening, everyone. I encourage you to check out our last episode, which is about digitizing customer and citizen services. And just in case you missed it, uh, and don't forget to subscribe to receive our upcoming episodes in which we'll talk about changing digital demands, cybersecurity, and the migration to cloud environments. But that's all for now. So thank you very much for listening and until next time. Bye then.